Welcome to another Baseball America podcast. I'm Kyle Glazer. We've got a very special guest for you today, Dodgers International Director Ismail Cruz. We brought Ismail on because he was the Blue Jays International Director when they signed Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Vlad Jr. is obviously now the number one prospect in baseball and someone a lot of fans both across the border to the north and here in the United States are very, very excited about seeing. Ismail, thank you so much for joining us. I think the main question, how early on, did you have a sense that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had a chance to be special? Uh, thank you, Cal, for having me on uh, on the show. And uh, to answer your question, I mean, uh, the kid has always been special in, in his own way. He's always hit. Uh, did we ever know he was going to have this much success this quick? I don't think so. I don't think anybody will... Uh, would have said that, you know, Vladdy would have been at that position he is right now. It's, unless you spoke with him early on, he thought he was going to make the big leagues in two years. <laughs> and everybody laughed at him. But, uh, but we, we knew he was going to be special, but not, not this position. When was the first time you saw Vladimir Guerrero Jr.? How old was he? Like 14, 15 years old, maybe. And it was like a year and a half to two years prior to his signing date that we started. We had a scout that uh, saw him, you know, since he was very, very little. He stay at, at his home for a long time. So we had a lot of history, uh, family history with him. But as, a, you know, to track him as a baseball player to sign him, maybe a year and a half prior to July 2nd that year. What were your initial impressions of Vlad Jr. when you first saw him? Uh, a guy that can hit, uh, handle himself well on the field. Uh, you know, he had that presence uh, about him. Uh, obviously, you saw him chubby. That scared a lot of people. When you saw him thrown from the outfield, he didn't show a good arm. That scared a lot of people, too. But the hit tool and the power was there. Uh, he had a lot of power for his age. And uh, and the swing, you know, it was kind of like his father, but a refined, refined type of person. You know, he tracked pitches well. He wasn't, you know, as wild swinging at uh, balls in the strike zone. But, uh, yeah, I mean, hitting, hitting-wise, he was apart from anybody else. Yeah, you mentioned being apart from anybody else. You know, you've been you've been around a long time. Was he the best hitting prospect you'd ever scouted at his age? Uh, yeah, I can say yes. In the sense that he was mature, like I said, I mean, we we had him face guys, uh, able guys, you know, guys 10, 12 years older than him, and he wasn't scared. You know, he took his pitches, took pitches around the sun, and anybody at his age would have swung and, you know, and fell over. Uh, he took his pitches, he tricked pitchers into, you know, chasing a breaking ball down the dirt and then sitting down and waiting for the same breaking ball and hitting the ball out. Which I, you know, it was, we, we never seen that in a kid that age, that young. 
So when was the first time he did something that made you say, wow? Uh, well, a lot of times. Well, like the first first time I can't say which thing. But there was an instant where uh, Antopoulos was down in Dominican, that Antopoulos, uh, Perry, Sandy Rosario. And we had like three, four top guys in there. And he was the only one that hit the ball out on uh, to the batter side, you know, five, 20 feet away, out of a pitcher throwing 92. That opened everybody's eyes. And I think we had Charlene uh, uh, and Wonder that year, two guys that got more money than him. And, you know, he out hit them by far. Uh, well, there was one that always comes to my mind now. Is that uh, when we signed him, we took him to uh, to Toronto to hit BP with a big league club at the stadium. And after you know, he had, like he started hitting first round, hitting he and he goes out, and I was looking at him topless and like, oh man, we advertising power, and he's not showing anything. But on the second round, he like two, three balls down to the to the hotel windows, you know, far, and. Uh, the people were interviewing him, and somebody asked him, you know, when do you think you can be in the big leagues? And he said, two years, and everybody laughed. Obviously, you know, kids 16 years old saying that he was going to be in the big leagues in, in two years. And actually, he could have. You know, he, he, he showed that he could have. And uh, that's talked with me, and obviously with uh, now the, the hitter he is and uh, the kind of person he's becoming, you know, I, was, I wasn't afraid to put him in two years in the big leagues. He would have hit. You're right. It, it is kind of amazing. A 16-year-old saying, I'll be in the big leagues, big, big leagues in two years. And you're right. He could have been in there last year. What for you when, obviously, you're in a different organization now, but when you see video of Vlad or check in on him, what would you say is the biggest difference in him now from maybe what you thought he might be two, three years ago when you were scouting him? <laughs> Playing third base. I mean, everybody that saw Vladdy at 15, 16, even when he signed, everybody thought he was going to be an outfielder with a below average arm. But somehow, you know, along the way, uh, Alex uh, put him to play third base, show a better arm from there. And for being such a big guy, the athleticism that he shows is also, you know, something that credit for him. I've been able to handle per base. It was, for me, it's like the most impressive thing that I've seen. Yeah, obviously his his size has been something that's been talked about a lot, whether or not he'll, he'll play third base or move to first base or be a DH. But, but I think there's an overwhelming sense the bat will play. When you were evaluating him at that age, 14, 15, a lot of times you do have to project the body. You mentioned it was a little scary, some of, some of what the defensive projections were. How did you weigh that? Was it still no no doubt in your mind you should sign him just because of the offense, or did the lack of defense and concerns about the body give you any hesitation at all? Well, uh, being in an international arena, you have to project a lot. You always think, you know, you know, different variables. You know, the kid lacks food at the house. You know, he's gonna grow. He's gonna get white. Bottom bloody. We, that was a question that we had on the table, and that was an easy answer. I mean, this kid has been with a family that has money, 
has food on the table every time he wants. I mean, he doesn't crave whatever he craves he eats. So getting him into an, a controlled environment was going to be, I think, the better solution to keep his body thinner than what he was. Everybody everybody will think, well, he's 16, and look at his his body weight. Once he's 19, it's going to be double. And I'm like, why would he if he, he doesn't lack money to eat? I mean, he eats whatever he wants. I don't think after he signs, it's going to get wider. It's going to get bigger, which in a, in a case, he's, he's been. I mean, he's, he's maintained his, his body. He's more athletic now. Now when we scout Vladimir Guerrero Jr., I mean, you see some pretty crazy grades on, on his projected uh, hit and power. Uh, we at Baseball America have 80 hit, 70 power. Did you put those kind of grades on his hit and power when he was coming up, or did you were you nervous to go that high? No. I, uh, we, have a, we have a guy, one of our guys put seven on him when we were going to sign him, obviously, you know. 40, 50 years old with the present right, right, we were like, like pushing it. But, I mean, they were right. They were right. And and, and people, I remember, I know Penn lost it, then Propane, everybody was laughing at him. But, you know, <laughs> it wasn't too long where they agreed with him. Special bad. He's a very special bad. Absolutely. How much do you credit the type of hitter he became in his development to? being the son of, of a Hall of Famer. You talked about you'd had someone on the ground scouting him for many years, really saw him grow up. How much influence did you guys see in, in his family and his game? Well, the confidence he has uh, when he walks, when he talks, when he hits, when he plays, I think that came from being with the bloody senior, being around major leaguers, being, a, being around major league clubhouses. You know, uh, his father always challenged him, always took him everywhere. And I can imagine, you know, I'm not saying this for sure, but I can imagine that he was six, seven years old, and maybe somebody was pushing him hard. And, he, you know, the father would be pushing him to play. Uh, I know this for a fact that he was 11, 12 years old, facing guys throwing 90, 91, and the father was, you know, like pushing him. Yeah. I know you can do it, and the kid, Grew up in an in, in an in an environment where he was always the youngest guy facing older guys, and uh, being the son of Vladdy obviously helps to uh, oh maybe try to become better than your father, which I know he's trying to do that. Yeah, facing facing that level he faced in early age has definitely helped him. Now that you've seen him, you know, become what he's become, being his signing scout, what do you think he can be? He's going to make his major league debut this year. Just how good do you think he can be? Well, uh, being signing scout, this is not just me. This is a work of a, of a whole team. You know, I can't can't credit myself with just being me. Uh, first of all, it's it's a whole group. Uh, where do I see him? I mean, he can be he can be an all star for sure. He can be a Hall of Famer. He's all you know, if he stays healthy, got willing, uh, he can do whatever he wants. And, and the the thing that I like on him is that he's humble. You know, uh, he doesn't get that into his head, which is going to help him down the road.
Yeah, you mentioned that that humility. Uh, how much was makeup a factor? You know, anytime you're giving a 16 year old kid a couple million dollars, it's always something you have to take into account. Uh, how heavily did you weigh his makeup, and and what did you guys find when you dug into it? Big, big. I mean, obviously, throwing the whole budget at a player. I think that was the first time. I don't know if any team done it before. I know a lot of money being thrown at a guy, but throw the whole budget at him. Uh, we we thought a lot about it, and again, this same same thinking that we have with this weight. He's always had money. He has money. It's not that three million or three point eight, whatever is going to change his mind. You know, he can go out and buy a house, buy a car if he wants. I mean, money wasn't a case. And uh, thinking that the money was going to get to his head. I mean, he had money already. I don't think he's, and I don't think he's touched that money either way. So the humility on him, it, it comes again from the same, same father figure. Dwight always been that way. Dwight, in his hometown, you know, he walks in sandals with a, with a t-shirt and shorts everywhere. He doesn't live in a mansion, you know, surrounded by luxury, you know. He, he hangs out at the, at the corner store to drink a beer. That's the type of, you know, father figure, uh, his son, you know, grew up looking at. And he's, he's kind of that way the same. Knowing that a prospect that you helped oversee the signing of and was guiding director for, obviously you've had guys before make the big leagues, but how exciting is it for you to see someone like this that you had a hand in and bringing aboard become who he's become and get to the big leagues? How exciting will that be for you? Oh, very much. You know, that Trace, Trace got every day for that. And uh, just right now I'm just sitting back and waiting to see what he becomes. Uh, we know what he is right now. I'm just waiting to see how far he goes. You know, win a World Series, be a Hall of Famer. You know, be an All Star for many, many years. Everything is on the table for him. Absolutely. Well, that's why he's our number one prospect in baseball. Ismail, thank you so, so much for joining us. We really appreciate it, and uh, best of luck on all your no scouting problem. travels. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good luck. Well, there you have it. Former Blue Jays international scouting director Ismael Cruz uh, taking us behind the scenes on Vladimir Guerrero Jr. signing and what he was like as a 14, 15, and uh, ultimately 16-year-old. Now Vlad Jr. is 19. He'll be turning 20 before the uh, start of the 2019 Major League season. And there's very, very little doubt that he'll be in the big leagues and making an impact, uh, facing 91-92 and uh, hitting it at a very young age. Just showed some of that advanced hitting that we uh, all now see in, in the baseball world. It's going to be fascinating to see what comes of his career. And, and as Miss Mayo said, there's uh, multiple All-Star games in his future, and some have even gone so far as to say Hall of Famer. Uh, obviously many, many years away from that, but we'll see how it all shakes out for this very talented young prospect. For Ismail Cruz, I'm Kyle Glazer. Thank you for listening, everybody. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.